I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. The Vegas lead, Cam Newton, Sunday, shortly before 8 p.m. Eastern time, the announcement was made, signing with the New England Patriots, a one-year deal for a little over $1 million in base salary with incentives could push him over $7 million for the season. I'm not sure if you've heard this, but it's incentive-laden. Yes, I mean, that's important because that was – I mean, they got that word out there. Let's say that. Wow. Wow. Belichick. Belichick. All right. We're going to go through this systematically and be very specific and clear on our topics. You know, sometimes we like to have a conversation and, hey, conversations meander sometimes. We're keeping this on the key points. And this is the Vegas show, really. And – how has Vegas reacted? So, Steve Fezzik, let's look at the Patriots. Patriots over under win total for the year. So, 16 games. How many of those games will they win? 8.75 was the total before yesterday. So, if they would have won nine games, oh, they exceeded expectations, the Pats a little bit. Eight games, they fell short. With Cam, what's happened? It's gone up by half a game, RJ. Nine and a quarter games is the Patriots' season win number now. Okay, so that means if you look and maybe pull this sheet up, name me the teams that they passed, you know, the teams that were flat nine. Name me those teams, and you got that in front of you? Is, and then the teams that were right above it. Because what I'm interested in is who is this is like a race. 
Imagine Speed Racer. I don't know if you're older, you might have watched that. Is if Racer X, he was my guy. If Racer X is on the outside and he's pat, who's it? What teams have the Pats passed? And then what teams are they still chasing right ahead of them? All right. So they just passed Philadelphia. Okay. So Philadelphia, they were expected the Pats to win less games in Philly, now expected to win more. Passed Seattle. Ooh. ooh. Minnesota and, ooh. and Green Bay. They just whizzed, like, bye-bye, Green Bay. But Okay. And then who's right are they on the heels of? Pittsburgh, Tampa, Dallas. Okay. So so right now, still, Tom Brady and the Bucks are supposed to win slightly more than the Patriots. Yes. Okay. That feels like, I'm RJ Bo straight out of Vegas, a modest reaction. And by the way... Fezzik, there's a word, it's called comeuppance. Fezzik had a take on Cam last week that, I mean, Jonas, you should have heard him trying to defend it in pre-show. I mean, I said, save it for air, save it for air. He's going to answer for it. I mean, you won't believe where he had Cam ranked. And he was ridiculing a professional, you know, a former NFL quarterback, Chris Sims. I mean, it was, it got personal, it felt like to me. We'll see if he stands tall. It feels like the market didn't move near as much as you would expect. So maybe let's look at Super Bowl odds. What were the odds? What are the odds? The odds were 25 to 1. Now they're 19 to 1. All right. So still, if you look at Super Bowl odds, the Pats have been like 5 to 1, 6 to 1, you know, or better pretty much every year the last 10 years. And now with Cam, they're about 20 to 1. Here's the question. Who's a better quarterback today, Tom Brady or Cam Newton? Jonas, if you, had to, if you had to assess that, what would you say? I would say Tom Brady, but not Ooh. by a lot. <sighs> All right. I disagree with you guys. So let's get Fezzik. You know, this is music we haven't <laughs> played for a while, but it's, it's exactly correct. It's called the Crossfire music. <laughs> and this is when two people are battling in this corner Steve Fezzik and I'm RJ where do you have Cam Newton ranked amongst all quarterbacks walking the earth where's Cam Newton 25 25 so you're saying literally literally all the hubbubaloo is about a quarterback who's 24 24 is Philip Rivers. And who's 26? Darnold. Oh my God. You're saying he's as bad as <laughs> Sam Darnold. <laughs> Make your case. All right. Look at Cam Newton after his MVP year. His numbers fell way off. If we just look at QBR. So he's not an MVP level. Okay. We got that. Go ahead. Right. So the year after, his QBR was only 25. Uh, so well below I mean, average. We, oh, so we're going back to 2016. Yes. And so when you say 25, just to be clear, 25th in the NFL, not 25 on the QBR. Right. Right. So you realize you say QBR and you say 25. Uh, ranked 25th. Thank you. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So the next two years, QBR slightly below average at 19. So are we going to read the QBR? Well, is, my, that, is that all there is? Well, my point is, is, we is have, that all there is? Because let's save some time. Yes. That's, that's it. That's your argument. Three years of below so, average performance. All right. So literally, 
in 16. So the MVP was 2015, where he only had the 11th best QBR. So you believe his MVP wasn't warranted? I believe it wasn't statistically warranted. Well, no, but you're saying, but you're saying stats are all that matter. Well, winning because you're saying nothing but stats. And I'm saying he won the MVP in 2015. He had the 11th best QBR, so he must not have deserved it. He went 15 and one. Okay, so there's other factors than stats. Yes. So why aren't those other factors coming up in the, the years that followed? Well, because they don't fit your argument, perhaps. His obviously his the Carolina's win loss fell way off. Oh, so the only thing was the win loss. But what about the year that they went? Where did they go? Uh, 11 and five. The year they made the playoffs in 17, I think. Right. I. Don't have that number. All right, but you know they made the playoffs. But yeah. apparently wins and losses were part of your analysis, right? Sure. But you don't know if they made the playoffs that year. Okay, so I'm looking at QBR right now on the screen. In 2017, he was 19th. In 2018, he was 19th. So if we're looking at QBR, why wouldn't he be 19th instead of 25th? And here's the crusher, by the way, Jonas. This is going to be like scrape him up. Anybody that follows football, and I know you do, but you can be disingenuous, Steve. Let's be honest. I mean, if, especially if there's money involved. Cam Newton had an amazing first half of 2018. And you might say, RJ, what with first half, why does that matter so much? He was hurt after eight games and, and quite frankly, was very gutsy to keep playing. Jonas, I'm sure you remember because you follow this stuff so closely – it was like the 14th game. I think it was a Thursday night or a Monday night, and he he was shot putting. He couldn't hardly get the ball out there. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, that was the North Turner year, if I'm not mistaken. And North 18, Turner, yes. and him, yeah, really clicked, and he played well. And he there was a lot of people that had him early in the season in the MVP conversation in 2018. Through eight games, yep. Yep. Bill Barnwell from ESPN said at the eight game mark before he got hurt, yep. Cam would have been the fourth on his MVP voting. Now. You might say, RJ, explain it. 19 touchdowns, 15 passing, four running, four interceptions, no fumbles. So 19 scores, four turnovers. Huh, 25. Okay. Now, when's the last time we've seen Cam Newton healthy on the field, Steve Fezzik? That first half of 2018. So the last time Cam Newton played football healthy, he was about the fourth best player in the NFL based on Bill Barnwell. I think 19 touchdowns, four interceptions feels about right. Does that sound right to you? Yes. And what you're thinking is in the two years since, he's been injured. He's shown his guts by playing injured. But somehow, some way, and he's only 31. So at an age where age shouldn't be an issue, he's dropped from being the fourth best player in the league to the 25th best quarterback how? He's never been injury prone throughout his career. Well, let's be specific here. Seven seasons before 2018, he missed three games. No, I think it's the opposite of injury prone. Yes. But in recent years, two shoulder injuries, the foot injury, and I got to wonder. So two shoulder injuries. Yeah, he had, well, rota- had a rotator cuff um, that he had operated on 2017 uh-huh. and had a second operation on his shoulder injury 2018. Okay, but was it the same shoulder? Yes. So it was the same injury. He was just getting a cleanup or something. I mean, he didn't have another incident where he left the field holding his shoulder. 
he was going to be out the whole year, so he did that. Like people get their knees scoped all the time, that kind of thing. Yes. So look at you just adding false information. Continue. <laughs> so here's the question. I agree with you that Cam, if healthy, is very different than not healthy. And because of the fact there has been two seasons, because you could say, hey, he's only really had one major injury. Maybe you can say two because he was hurt in 18 and nine years. That means you're not injury prone. But two and two years means you are. We usually like long sample size. But when you're older, we start to think maybe that's what's happening because he's taking a lot of hits. hits. Yes, exactly. And is he now going to be more injury prone because of all the miles on the tires with what's happened? I agree. It's a valid concern. So the question becomes, if Cam ends up being healthy, and we have you on record what you've said here because you're going to want to back out. Where do you have Cam ranked, assuming he was healthy for this whole year? I said in the middle, 15. Okay. Defend that. After the points that you're making, I don't think it's defensible. I think you got to put Cam much more close to top 10. Yes. All right. My work here is done, Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was indefensible. And thus, the 25 is indefensible because if you weigh out, well, if he's hurt, if he's not hurt, this is a major addition for the Pats. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. 
Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's talk about the bet Belichick made. Now, Mike Lombardi, friend of the show... Worked with Belichick many, many years, both in New England and Cleveland. When he was asked about months ago what would happen with the quarterback competition, he said, I can tell you three things. One, it will be economical. They never will overpay for anything because you don't – this is the opposite of Dallas. My optimism for Dallas in the years to come, the Cowboys is low – because they've overpaid for almost every player they've signed. I'm not talking about Dak even, but it looks like they might have to overpay him. Thus, this is a salary cap league. Every dollar you save is a dollar you can spend on somebody else, and every dollar you overspend is not a dollar you can spend on somebody else. The Patriots effectively have won because they've gotten people cheaper than their value, their true value. That's what this game is. It's like, it's like real estate. Buy a house for a hundred thousand. It's worth one hundred twenty. You've done good. Buy a house for a hundred thousand. It's worth eighty. <laughs> you've done bad. Belichick always, almost always gets the value. And to me, that's the point here: is Cam, though it's incentive laden, is a million dollars. It's like literally less than Andy Dalton. We were talking about the $2 million. I mean, this is, you know, Jameis Winston, you could say, just as good of a pickup for the Saints, except as a backup, Jameis Winston's worth is relatively modest. Odds are he won't play much. But Cam is favored right now to be the starting quarterback in two or week one. 66% chance... 
based on the betting odds that Cam starts week one. Minus 220, yes. Plus 180, no. 66%. Now, Fez, you agree with me that as the season progresses, if I said, what would you make the odds Cam is going to be starting week six, would they be higher than that? Higher, more like 75% plus. So the theory is, Cam is the very likely going to play a majority of the games this season if he doesn't get hurt for the Patriots. Thus, the value for the million dollars is through the roof. What are the risks? Well, injuries, as in maybe he is beaten down. Maybe he is injury prone at this point. Number two, maybe locker room questions, right? It could be he's not going to be a great teammate. But he's got a lottery ticket. If you walk by a roulette table... The odds to hit a random no- or just any number, Fez, is what on roulette? 37 to 1. 37 to 1. With one zero? Two zeros. Okay, okay. Two zeros. Is 36 that- numbers, yeah. 36 numbers plus there's two zeros, you're saying. Oh, you're saying 37 to 1? Yes. Or 4 1? 38 4 1. All right. I'm not sure about that. I'm not a roulette guy, but okay. Is if I said, hey, I'll give you 40, 40 to 1, which means better odds. Unless you thought the wheel somehow was crooked, what would you do? I'd bet it. Even though, is roulette a good bet? No. It is at 40 to 1. It is. Is Cam Newton a good signing? It is at a million dollars and (laughs) incentive laden. And that's Belichick's whole way. Mike Lombardi.2 said there will be an open competition. All right, so that means... They're going to compete. Whoever's best will start. It won't be like something's given away. Well, if you got one quarterback with a lot of questions, Stidham, what do you want to do? You want to diversify. You want to have a backup plan. If you have a car that is a, the newest Tesla, maybe you don't need a second car. Maybe you don't need an Uber account. <laughs> but if you got a car that goes, you know, literally the car barely starts you better have someone's number that can ride you there if you need it. So to me, when they had Brady, it was a situation where they didn't spend, you know, they did keep drafting quarterbacks even then, but it was less important because Brady played most of the games and he was obviously great, right? Sure. The question becomes, when you have Stidham, who's an unproven second-year quarterback, what do you want? You want another lottery ticket. So if Cam would have wanted eight, nine million like he probably did, or the eighteen or so that he would have got paid in Carolina, it wasn't worth it, the Belichick. Just like thirty-three to one wouldn't be worth it in a roulette. But when the number finally passed positive EV, profitable, Belichick said, Yep, come on down. To me, this is classic Belichick. It's not because Cam had such a good chance of succeeding, it's because for the price. It's a good bet. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royals. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cotto Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fez, how much per game is Cam Newton in your projections, and you were low on Cam, I mean... You got obliterated. If you missed it, go back to the podcast. Just search for Straight Out of Vegas. You can hear it. Ugh. Roadkill. But, but, even so, you think Cam overstid him is how much? Three points per game. Now, if we extrapolate that out for the 16 games, how many wins? 
does three additional points per game give a team? Just under one and a half wins. So the market moves and gives the Patriots a half a game of season win benefit. You say at three points per game, it should be almost a game and a half. Yes. Why? Why is the market? Because you would expect the market to react with too much enthusiasm. Oh, my gosh. Cam Newton. He's better than Brady at this point, which I personally think he may be. All right? I, I mean, Brady literally, if he wins his third game this season, he'll have more <laughs> wins than the rest of the NFL in the history ever for a quarterback his age. Like, no one's ever done this. So the idea that he's clearly better than Cam, I don't get. If Brady stayed with the Pats, Pats would be what? Eight, nine to one to win the title right now? Oh, I think even less. All right. And literally with Cam, who I think you could make the case, and I'll do it this week sometime, just literally Brady versus Cam. For them to still only be, you know, still be getting 20 to one to only move a half a game. Why? I think the market is very jittery about Cam and the perception that nobody wanted him, RJ. So the market doesn't want to react too much to a player that they thought may well, no team would want. So Jonas, if I would have said the casual average fan, not casual, but average, what does he think of Cam? What would you have said yesterday? Skeptical because of injury. Okay. And and also that, okay, would you agree there'd be some element of, well, when he was had those, you know, transcendent physical skills, he could overcome some of his habits, you know, right. if it was not focused on footwork or whatever. But now he's getting a little older. It's coming back to roots, that kind of thing. Yeah, his accuracy was called into question a lot, overthrowing receivers, not being on time in certain situations. And then you you know couple that with the fact that he was dealing with the physical ailments. Those might be related to each other, but I think that's the overall opinion for most people. I agree, and I think there's a sense that you can overcome those kind of things. I mean, that's what actually Greg Cosell, uh, alumni of the show, was talking about, about Aaron Rodgers last year, is Rodgers – had these transcendent skills, he's dropped just a little bit, and some of the bad habits are more meaningful now, and he did have a great statistical year. And I also think Cam Newton, whatever you know the situation was with his injuries, he's going to be having a year off. So it's not like he took a pounding last year. We're looking yeah. at, at 11, 12 months off from that injury, so if he was ever going to be healthy in his career, this feels like it would be the most. And only play two games in 18 months yep. effectively, yep. right? So to me... The health looks good, but I think the focus he'll have is inevitable. And it's important to remember, in 2018, when he had that first half of the year that was so good, he was running the ball nine times per game. After he got hurt in the second half of the year, he ran the ball about half as much. Nine rushing attempts per game is the most he ever would have had for a season. So after his MVP Super Bowl year, Cam ran the ball only six times per game. He had a big drop-off. Then he's gone up in 18 before he got hurt. What does it tell us? When Cam thinks he has high stakes, he's willing to run. When he's willing to run, he's truly two-dimensional, and he's a much, much, much better quarterback. I think the stakes are so high here. If he doesn't do well with Belichick, he might be out of the league. And because of that, I expect Cam to be running more. And if he's running... He's tough to guard or tough to defend. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.